You. Are now. About to witness. The awesome. A crushing a of the U G S Robinson Show Stop itself results which are not caused by your experiments da Vinci or like I say it's not so much that I'm lying I just say stuff that doesn't come true what can I say uh, but before we get to uh, the bad stuff let's get to uh, uh, Pinko P-I-N-K-O at 95014 at yahoo.com Pinko 95014 at yahoo.com if you want to PayPal some some cashola, some simoleons, or you can go to patreon.com if you don't want to think about it, and they'll do it automatically, patreon.com slash the stomper. This is the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Uh, all and sundry are discussed here, and we will discuss all and sundry. But first, I want to um, use it, help me out, uh, figuring out who um, there was somebody who was that started a burner account and was trying to besmirch my last name. 
But this goes deeper than that. All right, so I'm going to show you some stuff, and I want you to stick with me. It's not about MMA and not necessarily about philosophy. So there is a page on, uh, on Google. I've got like a one white hair here. It's driving me crazy. Um, and I'll show you the page right now. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Not there. Not there. It is. Hold on. Give me a second. It, it, it's, uh, it makes sense waiting here. All right. Here we go. It is called. This is the page. It is called Stud Empire. It's a Facebook page. It's a private. You have to be a member of this page to get on this page. Somebody on this page, and it says, I'll read it to you. Stud Empire was created to be a safe place for lesbians. However, all females are welcome. This includes lesbians, stud, femme, stem. Don't know what that is. No labels, FTM and bisexuals. Stud Empire is an adult-only group. Um, <clears throat> this is not going to go where you expect it's going to go. So somebody who is a member of this very small group, and I think it's small, i say 500 members or fewer, um, they have started a, an account or have joined on with an account called... Uh, Lon, L-O-N, yes, I did drop my phone. It's now a Spider-Man phone, and I will not get one until uh, they come out with an iPhone 12. I will not be bullied by corporate interest. Uh, so somebody starts an account called Lon, L-O-N, first word, second, da, D-A, Rican, Lon de Rican, as in Puerto Rican, da Rican. Now, this person has uh, 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 stalked uh, my uh, oldest daughter and her girlfriend and gone on their page and pulled off pictures of them and my grandson. And they go on this page, this Stud Empire page, this page, and they start posting pictures as though they are related. Now, on Valentine's Day, they post a picture that says, uh, maybe pursuant to starting some sort of GoFundMe campaign, that it's a tragic day. This was the day that my son died. And there's a picture of my grandson under this picture. Some might construe that as a threat. Or at least if you're superstitious in very, very bad taste. I'd like to recall for you the line from, uh, from uh, Kill Bill. When Bill is trying to explain why he shotgunned and machine gunned to death everybody, uh, everybody uh, in the church. He said, I'm a, I'm a contract killer. When I get upset, what do you expect is going to happen? So... What I'm hoping is that somebody, using their internet skills, can figure out who, I'm going to type it in the comments, so you, there's no mistaking the name, um, who this person is. Oh, I'm frozen. There we go. I'm not frozen anymore. 
um, who this person is. So I uh, could talk to them. Now, I've done a preliminary search and can't find anything. And I'm going to have some people go on Stud Empire and see what they can find out. The person's profile has been pulled down. The photos have been pulled down. Obviously, it, it's not safe place type of stuff. But I just wrote an, I wrote an article, uh, I think it's coming up this week on Ozzy, called <clears throat> The Interpol Didn't Help Me At All. And um, it was about somebody else threatening, threatening my offspring. You, you have got to know, like my, my wife once said to, to uh, somebody who was hitting on him, he, he, she said to him, you know, Eugene's got a pretty good sense of humor, but he never jokes about me. And I do have a pretty good sense of humor, but I never joke about my family. So, see what you can find out. Let me know what there is to know. And we'll go from there. Anyway, I don't want to bring you all down, but sometimes the real world intrudes on the show Stomper. Somebody raised a point in, uh, in, in the, uh, you know, on the Twitter machine. If you're following, that's, it tends to be pretty lively sometimes during the week, at Eugene S. Robinson. So what do you call people who enter this show? You know, just, um, some people said, tastefully, they said something like Eugeniuses. Or, you know, the old show, when it was Knuckle Up, it was Knuckleheads. Or, and, and, of course, I unhelpfully offered the SS. <laughs> Naturally, the show stompers. Now, the SS, the showstoppers, um, nothing really stuck, <laughs> nothing really stuck, <laughs> the Generation X, I like that, uh, it could be all of the above, it could be all of the above, so anyway, so now that we got the heavy stuff out of the way, let me tell you where I was last night, so last night, I was, uh, uh, I don't know if you know who Lydia Lunch is, if you're if you're purely a fight fan, you can you can you're probably your first exposure to her was a YouTube video uh, under the title Joe Joe Rogan or Ho Jogane or Joe Rogan Joe Rogan faces down feminist and it just generically introduces her as a feminist versus Lydia Lunch who was uh, early New York punk rocker part of the no wave scene from like 1977. Done shows and uh, records with uh, Nick Cave, James Chance. Has written a couple of books, some stuff. Exine Chervanka, been in a bunch of movies. Movies with uh, Penn and Teller, TV shows. Uh, um, as a woman, of, a woman for all seasons. Uh, in my mind, most notably, appearing on Oxbow's second record, The King of the Jews. Uh, dragged me in to do the International Poetry Festival in Barcelona where I read from a long, slow screw. And she's got now got a, a great podcast called uh, The Lydian. Uh, no, it's got The Lydian. Uh, what the hell is the rest of it? The Lydian something or other. Let me, I'm going to see if I can find it. And so she's here in San Francisco playing a show 
uh, on Thursday and Friday. We went to the show on Friday. And then she said, why don't you come up for the podcast, um, the Lydian Spin podcast. Um, so you should follow it. You know, I'll just show it to you. Look through the Spider-Man phone. That's her giving the finger to the camera, the Lydian Spin. And uh, I guess she, she recorded six over the last bit of time. So I'm not, uh, it'll be some time before I come up. Her drummer is Bob Burt, used to drum for Sonic Youth, if any of this gives you any interest. Billy Shire's been on the show. Michael Imperioli from, uh, from the Sopranos has been on the show. Uh, and, 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 and now me. She interviewed me. Um, and it was a great interview. But, oh, I didn't realize that she... <laughs> Kitten Natividad was on the show. Did you know that Kitten Natividad's fake breasts were not implants, uh, but were, it had silicon injected right under the skin the way they used to do back in the 60s, which is absolute madness? Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. So anyway, uh, um, yeah, yeah, Con, you should go back. Uh, maybe Stacy could be the one to, well, I guess you're not on Facebook. Maybe Stacy could be the one to, uh, uh, um, yeah, King of the Jews was the name of the second Oxbow record. Sorry, you know, it's got Sammy Davis Jr. on the cover. If you go to oxbow.merchtable.com, you can see uh, it says sold out. I, I have very few copies of the vinyl. I'm going to try to dig up another one to send it. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe Stacy can get in there into Stud Empire. And, uh, oh, well, we used to have King of the Jews shirts, but uh, whatever. So she can get in there and figure out who Lon DeRican is, who's... Uh, Messing with my grandson. Anyway, um, uh, so we were up there last night. So I didn't watch the fight. I didn't watch the fight live. Uh, and I have to tell you, honest to God, um, if you're paying attention to the UFC, last uh, uh, Norfolk, UFC Norfolk, which is next week on the 29th, and this one that just passed were real don't-fuck-care cards, DF DFC cards, real don't-fuck-care cards. But, uh, you know, if you remember, on Care, Don't Care, Paul Felder was one of the early Don't Cares who became a Care. And so I feel some sort of ownership over his career. And, and I really enjoyed the guy as a commentator. And though I think I only cared about four fights on the card, and I had to be pushed to, get, to care about four fights on the card. In actual fact, I only really cared about two. But, you know, Steph seemed so kind of dragged out when I go, ah, I don't get So I got one to play. I got picked four. In actual fact, I only cared about Angela Hill and Paul Felder's fight. On the Norfolk card, I think I picked two. And in actual fact, I, I don't care. I don't. I didn't care about the headliner, and I only cared about one of the fights on the card. Which one? So much so, I don't remember even which one. I think it was Magomed, and uh, there you go. There you go. Can't remember. So uh, so we have a couple of snoozy weeks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for the Oopsie because of the deal they have with ESPN. They got their money. All they have to do is pony up fights. And maybe, I'm not crapping on the strategy. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is like the baseballization of the Oopsie or basketballization of the Oopsie. Yeah, I know. I, I think I think fell the one, but I'm not going to be a sorehead about it. It was close enough that when it went to a split decision, I was not going to be surprised about any name they mentioned after that. So, uh, but, you know, they're the, it, if you're a baseball fan, and I don't know if any of y'all are baseball fans, 
it's literally impossible to care about every game unless you're a degenerate gambler. Is that right? What are they, 125 games during the season? That's how I actually made some money. I was in that Miller Genuine Draft commercial called Tattoo where the dog, the guy you know, whistles and the dog jumps out of his arm and grabs him a beer. And that debuted at the Super Bowl and it played at the World Series. It played at the NBA, NBA Championships. And uh, it, it was a good commercial. But there's so many games. I got, I got paid for that commercial every time it showed for two days of work. made like over $100,000. Of course, the commercial was so long ago, if you guys saw it, you probably wouldn't recognize me. That's when I was like 250, 255, shaved head, no mustache. I, I was a young man, that commercial. I guess maybe it was 15 years ago now. I got paid for it for at least a decade. Um, Lonnie Grams. Nope, that doesn't ring a bell. No. Um, well, that, that would be fast work. I would feel ashamed if, well, let's see. Lonnie Grams. We'll find out. Uh, I don't. I don't want to slow the show down, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not letting my my grandson get caught up in the some. No, uh, no, 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 no. No, my Grams is is a person who was victimized. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, that was fast. Lonnie Lonnie Grams was a person who was victimized. Uh, yeah, maybe somebody could explain in the notes to 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 con what's going on because I don't, I don't want to go back right now. <clears throat> so anyway. So, um, um, watched the fight, you know, post facto, had a bunch of stuff to do today. One of the teammates is competing. Actually, he just competed about 35 minutes ago. Um, um, somebody will explain to you, or I'll recap at the end, uh, uh Stacey. Uh, so, um, but it was all overshadowed for me. And, and maybe this was the point of the counter-programming. Because everybody's eyes would be turned, even with an hour and a half difference between the fights. The oofsie was earlier. The boxing match came came later. Uh, about the, the uh, Wilder Fury fight, which I'd like to actually talk about. Uh, um, one, um, um, one, yeah, it was more, I think it was like this. Um, so, so, one... This was uh, Huey, who, who listens here sometimes. He's uh, from the UK, and of course, he picked Fury. And uh, and naturally, I had to go with the Brooklyn guy. I had to go with Wilder. Um, this was their second engagement, I think. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they it, it was beyond messing with him. They said he was dead. Um, no, nah, not you. It's there's a <laughs> there's a site called Stud Empire that will only take only take women. I'm going to get my daughter to get in there and see if we can't track this person down as well. But the, the more the merrier. Um, if the if it, the uh, let's see, if it, not invitation only, but membership only, women only kind of Facebook grouping. Um, I don't want to get into it. I want to stay on the Wilder Fury thing. So Wilder is from from Brooklyn, you know. So naturally, I got a for the home team. I had a first fight with, but this was a, a savage beating, savage beating, and it made me, yeah, it made me feel one, you know. Though I picked Wilder, super happy for you know previous the only only kind of European we had, you know, the, the Klitschko's, but this was um, you know Gypsy Tyson Fury, 
this is uh, this is a big deal. This is maybe one of the bigger deals for the UK. You know, um, yeah, exactly. No, we need to find out who, who that person is. Uh, they tried to delete their stuff, but I, I'm going to go to Google. You know, um, yeah, yeah, your tracker. You might be able to, to make some headway. It's this just happened incidentally, so it's not like the trail is cold. So, uh, so they got paid. Uh, over, a little over, I think it's like 26.8, uh, 28.6, something in that, in that range, uh, million per fighter. Per fighter. Yeah, now, you look at what happened to Wilder in that fight, his lip almost being punched off, his ear. Have you ever been, I've played rugby for years. I've wrestled street fight. I got this ear smashed where the cartilage was all torn open, and that was the only occasion I had to, 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 to bleed from the ear. And it wasn't even really from the ear. I guess it was from the ear. But you know what I, you know what I mean? And that was me fighting three guys out in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Wilder got hit so hard on the ear, he was bleeding from the ear. And not only was he bleeding from the ear, but Fury was licking the blood off of his neck. I'm, I'm not making this up. I saw it with my own eyes. Look at the video. And rather than hang back, he pulled he pulled a, a Johnny Boney Joni on him, where you could look at the first fight as testing the parameters of this guy's skill set and go, hey, that wasn't that bad at all. It's like throwing myself off a cliff, and if I survive, hey, that's easy. Easy. The screwed up thing about having your equilibrium is that you are fully conscious and comfortable. You just can't stand up. It's not like getting knocked out here for those who are just listening. Yeah, from for those who are just who are just listening and not watching, I'm 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 pointing to I'm actually striking the point of the chin, which snaps the head around, and the head the brain turns so fast in the skull. That it, it causes unconsciousness because the brain's like, oh crap, I'm out. That's different. When you wake up from that, that's how I've been knocked out. When you wake up from that, you're like, what are what are all of these people doing in my room? <laughs> no, bro, you you were fighting. No, I wasn't. What a dream, and you were there, and you were there. That's different. I've also been hit on the ear, and I'm fully conscious. And I'm still moving. Fortunately. I was moving enough on the ground where I got knocked down to that it seemed like I was always in it. I had horrible, horrible vertigo for like a month after that. Of course, Sorrell helped the vertigo by taking me down and punching me repeatedly in the head after I told him I had vertigo. It's a pirate ship. So he was licking the blood off the neck. He hit him so hard that he almost knocked his lip off. I mean, this was like, there's no coming back from this. Yeah, his legs, you can't walk. You can't, if, he, if it was MMA, he could have swiveled on his back, breakdance style. I said, come on, pull him into the guard. And hope to God the guy doesn't take a step back and go, stand up. That time Tim Sylvia said his arm wasn't broken and somebody sitting next to me Cage side scream, wave. Yep. Oh, that second one, putting them down. Oh, yo, 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 yo. And then, yeah. 
and then he's like, <laughs> it gets corner throws in the towel. And the guy's protesting. Like the like dude said on Crime Faces, yeah, you, you're going to protest, but when they show you the video later, it's going to hurt. Just like they showed me the video later when I got knocked out. Nah, nah, I got tripped. They showed me the video. I never watched it again. This was a beating. Uh, and, uh, now, Fury's politics, I think he had some retrograde things to say about gay folks that put me off. But, you know, a, a, and the cocaine and hookers thing was very funny. And, he, and then he sang a song. He came in 40 pounds heavier, hung on him, which is misery. You just, you try pushing that guy who's coming forward, but it's not just 40 pounds, and see if your arms don't start to feel like lead. He just played the game, every portion of that ring, both the head game, all tri-level style, Fury destroyed him. This guy, where, he's like, his only chance at this point is maybe getting some juice out of Joshua who I think he can beat. And Joshua should want that. Because Joshua against uh, Fury, I don't see it. I just don't see it. More, more importantly, I don't see anybody on the horizon. So what's interesting and compelling at this point is that this guy has $26.8 million right now. Right? Not only does he have that much money, but Tyson Fury doesn't have any credible challenges lined up in the, in the foreseeable future. So now pay attention. Stick with me here. Okay, he, he has a crap load of money. He has an uncertain future in terms of when he's going to be fighting again, which will cause a lacuna in his training. So he has idle time, crap load of money. He is married, lives in the UK. Uh, uh, like somebody like uh, Mr. Ravisher, who's that? who's that other fighter that, that you might know lives in the... It was that guy, the, you know, the Irish, uh, you know, with a, I, but boxing somehow, somehow, having been, yeah, having been the red light district of sports for much longer, has an MO by which, um, by which, I mean, if you think about it, how many bad actors have there been in boxing? Okay, I love Mike Tyson, but he is a convicted rapist. I'm not going to mince words. If I if I read the the legal record, he went to prison for rape. That's what happened. Whether or not you believe him or believe the woman or whatever, that's immaterial. He went to prison for rape. How many bad actors? Well, you got guys who, you know, Floyd Mayweather Jr. beating up his wife. Plenty of athletes have done that in other sports. Got, but how many really bad? So I'm going to have to assume that somehow, like RoboCop, and they take care of everything, in boxing, this is not something that gives them fear or concern. The belts are still a mess. WBA, WBC, IBA, that, blah, 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 blah. But nobody seems to be especially worried that there's no credible challenger, and you've just given this guy 26.8 mil, and he's got, he's got like, what is he going to do? Who's he going to challenge? He can't even pick up the, uh, Wilder again and say, oh, it was so close. We should go. Uh, or, you know, maybe start advancing thing. Well, it's one and one, so now a trilogy. What are you going to do? No, 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 no. no. Wilder's got to get back on the horse as soon as he can get his balance about, and I think it could be months. I got put down once. 
with the equilibrium thing. Grappled the guy to the end of the round, and then a month of not even not even drunk guy vertigo. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's joking about hookers, hookers and cocaine. You know, and he says, well, I'm married. It's just a joke. Yeah, I got you. Bill Clinton is married, too. Joke. You got to know that stuff is in plain sight. Some guy, well, I don't know. We don't have to get to that. Well, I can't, I can't. What a guy said, you know, oh, usually I want you to show, show, show my girlfriend your, your patented Dracula look. By which, you know, by which no woman can resist the seductive powers of the Dracula look. And, and so he's, he comes up to me and he introduces me. He's just standing there, you know. He's just standing there. And, and she can't figure out what. And I go to her. I go, you know, he says, hey, Eugene, this is so-and-so. And I go, and she's kind of like, what? What? And I go, he's just kind of, he's waiting for me to do this Dracula look, you know. And I, I just can't do it on demand. I, I can't. I said, but one thing he hasn't noticed is that we're still shaking hands. And at that moment, everybody looked down. He saw. This is the same sort of thing. This is the same sort of thing. So, yeah. So, he, so, oh, I'm joking about cookers, hookers and cocaine. Joke. Yeah, that's a joke. Sure, it's a joke. Guy's got $28.6 million or $26.8 million. Somehow, immediately less funny. Because those who sell cocaine are those who ply their trade as hookers. Uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> are now on alert. Where are you going? You know, the, you know, the biggest co uh, convocation of prostitutes in America, the Super Bowl. It's a pilgrimage, a Mecca-like pilgrimage. You don't know until you have the eyes to see. I went to the Super Bowl once, covered it when I was at Code Magazine. And I see all these porn stars that I knew from having done a piece of article on porn stars. What are you doing here? And they just, this is one of those instances in which I felt stupid and artistic. I'm like, God, gee, what are you doing? You got football fans? You came for the game. <laughs> Everybody over 40 at the Super Bowl is a coach. <laughs> and because at that time, I think I was, I think I was under 40. And pretty big. They thought I was a player. So, so uh, I, I don't. I'm real interested in the mechanism by which uh, boxing keeps these guys. And, and I think probably the, the the boxing world props these cats up. And I think this is the key. What I was getting to. I think the boxing world props these cats up. Why? Props them up. Until their last nickel. That's it. There is no reason to prop up uh, Chris Woodpile Weidman. Because what's he got? But Wilder, uh, uh, but Fury just got a check for $26.8 He presents an opportunity to be robbed every single day until he's got that last nickel. And if the guy commits some crime, you don't want him committing crimes. You do not want Fury committing crimes because then he goes from the free market to state control. And that's no good for anybody. It's much harder to rob him that way. 
And I think about this constantly when I think about these celebrities that lose their money and go broke and have no more dough. Or even Hall and Oates. John Hall was talking the other day, or whoever the one was with the, 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 the dark hair one. He was talking the other day about how he went broke. You know how long? Everybody knows those guys' songs. Hall and Oates. Everybody. And the guy went broke. You know who didn't go broke? The guy who signed Hall and Oates. He maybe didn't sign anybody else but Hall and Oates. But that guy is not broke. Don King, not broke. Don King didn't get put out of his house. Like Evander Holyfield. So that's why, and maybe in a twisted way, the bald one, by keeping everybody on the farm broke, breaks that cycle. So that people can rise and fall on their own petards without any interference and that messy cash. Making him the weirdest kind of pimp ever. I'll hold the money for you. That I don't worry. I'll hold the money for you. Yeah, you know what? I don't need anybody to hold the money for me. You know, how about you just give me the money? Oh, you know, it's nothing but trouble. That money, you, you P. Diddy, he's got that stuff. More money, more problems. And it turns out he's robbing his artist. Surprise, surprise. I wish, I, I wish it wasn't surprising. I wish it wasn't so predictable. And so I, I give you this Wilder, Wilder Fury background because I want to step back into, into uh, Hooker, uh, not Hooker's, Hooker Felder fight. And I'm a big, I'm a big Paul Felder. He was a don't care who became a care. I'm a big Paul Felder fan. A big fan. Exactly. Exactly. Keep him broke. Like, dude, that's what the pimps say. That's the way Iceberg Slim. Keep him looking good and pretty and all that, but no dough. Why? As proven time and time again by people in upper management, they want to let the they want the story to be advanced that the lottery winner is broke and miserable and miserable and broke. They just can't handle it because that's how they wake up and that's how they go to sleep. You know, it's not going to make money. I had a conversation with the guy who used to be the CEO of Intel. And you know what he told me? I love this guy, Andy Grove. He's dead now. He wrote a book, Only the Paranoid Survive. He escaped the Holocaust and Nazis chased him out of Hungary when he was like nine. Them driving cabs in New York. Rose up through pulls up. Great guy. But he told me, I, looked me in the eye and told me, Eugene, let me tell you something. Money doesn't make people happy. It's coming from a guy with like $100 million in me. Money doesn't make people happy. And I've heard this before. When they talked about Aldrich Ames and, you know, CIA spying. He goes, money doesn't make, make people happy. Other things make people happy. It's been proven. It's been proven. Of course, this is coming from upper management. It's been proven that uh, I, haven't, I haven't got cleaned up since I trained. That you know, if work dissatisfaction 
is not work dissatisfaction is not um, forestalled by if you are miserable and want to leave your job and I give you more cash, you will not stay. It doesn't imbue your life with a greater sense of purpose. I was like, the hell it doesn't. It, 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 when I was explained to upper management, they're like, why are you unhappy? I go, I'm unhappy because in every free moment I have, I'm worried about how I'm going to pay my lights or how I'm going to keep the water running at my house. I may not have water when I go home today. He goes, what would make a difference to you? I go, 5000 more dollars would make a big difference. You probably won't hear me complain. They gave me 5000 more dollars. I stopped complaining. Even though over the course of the year, 5000 divided by 12 months in a year is not that much money. It was just enough. So I don't have to, oh, turn, oh, 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 you go, you turn on the water, and then what happens? You have water. Man, don't take that shit for granted. So, so I, I have mixed feelings about Hooker, Hooker and, and, and Felder. I love me some Felder. Love it. And it was a great fight. And they did get perform when it, when it performance at night bonuses. Yep. Yep. What, so these guys got, got some money, but the amount of money they got up to 26.8. And I think fundamentally what John Nash is talking about and, and kind of what, what politically the argument that we're having globally is like, who is better suited to have that cake? Who's better suited? Uh, and I'm, I'm going back to Marie Antoinette because that's where it all ends. The tumbrils rolling and guillotines falling. Yeah. Uh, no, no shit. Because if you have an electric water heater or a gas water heater, you, you're sitting at a nexus. That means you can pay your gas bill, you pay your electrical bill, you got hot water. Maybe you have water, but you don't have a, the, the gas heater. You got cold water. Oh, yeah, take a shower of cold water. See, you like that. So these guys got the performance of the night bonus. They got to pay their team. And Felder comes out and says he's got now a broken face, a collapsed lung. He comes out and says, I got a four-year-old at home. He's like, I love Dan Hardy. He's a friend of Knuckle Up, been on the show. Uh, but, I, you know, as a commentator, I could take him or leave him. He's like a guy watching the fights with. And it's like me. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't make, but I, Felder does a good job. Uh, and he's, uh, Dominic Cruz sometimes is okay, you know. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. No, 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 This is not socialism. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a kind of capitalism that that allows somebody who's got $100 million to tell me with a straight face that money doesn't make people happy. This was a guy who was actually a cab driver and was broke. And Nazis chasing him out of it and know what, knows what privation is. And he, what he's saying fundamentally is, Eugene, there's no difference between what makes you happy and what makes me happy are probably the same things. And it has nothing to do with the bank accounts that we have. And I was like, yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine had an argument with his girlfriend. It was, a, you know, it was one of the things that went to the sex column, of which the coffers are empty. So if you have questions, email me these questions for the sex column or DM me any way you can get a hold of me. But he said, you know, they were having sex problems, and the and the and the and the, and the girl said, "Hey, uh, 
uh, I'm not responsible for your orgasm. And, and the use of the, it's clever because the use of the word responsible means a lot of things. Responsible. 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 What does that mean exactly? But my friend's attitude was like, look. <laughs> uh, if two of us decide to step on a dance floor and do a dance, and you sit down on the floor and say, it's not my responsibility for the successful, the successful exercise of these dance moves, you might be wrong. But the use of the word responsible seems like, I think, semantically what that word seems to imply is this is something you must do. Your orgasm is not a must-do for me, is what she was saying, which then fezzed him up even more. That doesn't really work in relationships anyway, because he just went out and had sex with a bunch of other women, which I don't think was her intended, her intended goal. I, I guess maybe her thing was, I, sh I, don't, I shouldn't be feeling bad because you can't blow your load. That you somehow you have to engage in the process, and you have to somehow decide that you're going to be open to pleasure, and, and, and in that way, I can't be responsible for how you're processing pleasure. Maybe that's what the guy was saying to me when he was saying, money doesn't make people happy. But I got to tell you, paying those guys more, paying Paul Felder more, who's now having intense meditative, he's thinking about his broken face, he's thinking about his collapsed lung, he's thinking about his four-year-old daughter, He's thinking about how the training camp that he has to endure to get away. No, if you've had a four-year-old daughter, being away from a four-year-old daughter, like for any, I leave my four-year-old kid. When I had a four-year-old daughter, I also had a three-year-old daughter. And going away on tour, uh, these kids were not, it wasn't like you had Skype back then. You could try to talk to the kids on the phone. They don't want to talk on the phone outside saying, when am I going to see you, Dad? It's tough. And it would be okay to enjoy this fight if you got the sense that the guy was enjoying the fight and not having a dark night of the soul. It may, yeah, it was painful to watch. So if we're gonna if we're if we're gonna talk about MMA or oopsie or combat sports as a drug, this was a, this was a, a nice high with a really nasty kicker. I, no, man, I, it's like, you know, you guys give me a dog of a card, and it wasn't a dog of a card, there was actually a good submission on the card, and so on, uh, you know, I don't say that, I, no, no, none of you, if it's a fight that I'm kind of soft on, some of you, like, will text me, say, oh, you did, you missed this, you missed, go back if you get ESPN Plus, and go watch this, what, nobody did that, you know, I don't know what you all did last night, I don't know if you watched, or you just, it was all, went into the boxing hole, but none of you let text me about the oopsie. This guy, he killed himself. Paul Felder is not going back to a $36 million beach house. And I start to feel weirdly complicit. Like what was behind uh, Alexi killing uh, uh, If I Did It. Or temporarily, you know. I mean, we're participating. And the fact that he still has Greg Hardy fighting leads me to believe what his attitude is like, I do what I want. I, you know, the speech, 
the uh, 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 Tony Montana speech. Who built this up? Me. That's who. Who do I owe this to? Me. That's who. Oh, really? Oh, really? You made some decisions. Well, what if I stay home? You're hoping on scale, aren't you, Baldwin? That for every one like me you lose, you get a hundred. Well, you know what? Even baseball had problems after that strike back in the 80s. Hardcore baseball fans of mine said, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not going to. I know, you know, he's now apologizing about that. And the funny thing is, yesterday I was. I, I was in a mood yesterday, and um, I was in a mood, and I, I realized I said I was talking to my drummer, and I said, uh, "This guy's going, this guy's so pissed me off, man." I'm going to tell you. He goes, "What? What? Why the guy?" He said, "I said he said some shit to me, and my drummer's known me long enough." He goes, "When?" I go, "Yeah, what are you? That's 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 not the issue. The issue is the guy was talking to much shit." He goes, "When?" My drummer asked my wife, asked me, same question, when? I said, well, okay, 1987, but that's not the book. And everybody's laughing at me. I've been holding a grudge since 1987. That's all right, Sicilian style, 1987. But the thing is, I was anticipating pushback from these cats. And so I'm like, we are, we are in, we are in, in this world where everybody's umbrage outrage, where I just, I, I despise that break of you know, walking on eggs thing. I've despised it, despised it my whole life. And as a friend of mine called me from LA way too early to talk about some stuff that was a little esoteric, we discussed it. Go, I have a, a constitutional aversion to fear. Yeah, Sicilian style. I hold him a long time. <laughs> you know, person scum. Once and forever. On the other hand, somebody's nice to me. That's, that's, you know. So I was all tuned up yesterday, and I actually wrote it out. I, it'll, it'll, I'll explain a little bit later, not on this show. About the guy from 1987. You just got to remind me. So the bald one is like, I do what I, do what I want, and you'll like it. You take what I give, you know, you, I suggest you take what's given you, even if it doesn't agree with you. Yeah, you know, I got to do that in large other portions of my life. MMA is supposed to be a place where I don't have to do that. And guess what? I guess I got to do it. The hell with you. Paul Felder's got to go home and see his kid. My kids saw me at a, at a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition the first time they saw me. They've seen me compete before and win, but the first time they saw me lose, they said, Dad, why don't you beat that guy? It's a teachable moment. I was like, yeah, kids, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That guy was, guy was uh, he just killed me. <laughs> that was a tough guy. When I hadn't been punched in the face, didn't have my lung collapse, my kid didn't have to see me in the hospital. Screw you, ESPN, with the photograph of, of Hooker and Felder in the hospital. Oh, thumbs up. It's so great. It's so great that I got 1.7% of what Wilder and Fury got to have my face cracked. That's so great. What other fights on the card were worth a damn? Well, let's take a look. I got it. I'm prepared because I'm a professional. I got it. I like Jim Crute. 
and uh, Michael Alexakavalashakshakov. Uh, and I'm sad to see Karolina Kowalkovich, uh that she's probably done. And there was uh, a nice uh, submission, that, uh, but largely the rest of the card. There was Kara France, Tyson Nam. That was one of the ones I cared about. I picked Nam, and that was it. So we're done with the MMA. Next week, uh, I can just go briefly about next week's card. It is a dogger, dogger, dogger. Uh, Monday, uh, they go live with Care Don't Care. And you can hear about my picks. I will read you the. I will read you what's on that card for you to know exactly that I'm not being a harsh prick about this. But it, it is just uh, okay. How about who among us is dying to see Sean Brady and Ishmael Noadev, or Spike Carlisle and Aaron Cruz, or Jordan Griffin and T.J. Brown, or Marcin Tabora and Sergey Spivak? Okay, Tabora maybe, but not quite. Brendan Allen, Tom Breeze. Tom Breeze, maybe, but not quite. Gabriel Silva, Kyler Phillips, Luis Pena. Luis Pena versus unknown fighter. Who among us is not going to get out of bed to see the unknown fighter? Uh, Derek Minner, Grant Dawson, Megan Anderson against Norma Dumont, Viana. Sounds like a 1940s 40s star. Kudalava, Ian Kudalava. Yeah, okay. Against Magomed Ankalev. I, I actually picked that was one of my cares. Uh, because uh, because uh, Ankalev. Uh, Felicia Spencer versus Zahara Farah Dos Santos. Who cares? And Joseph Benavides against Figueredo. Uh, I had to be talking to Karen. Benavides is a, is a gift, not a gifta. And, and uh, Figueredo is 17 to 1, not likely to lose this fight. This is Norfolk. Who can, UFC Norfolk? Who cares? Nobody. 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 Yeah, it's fun. But you got to, oh, I'm going to sacrifice Saturday night to watch something. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it is absolute shit. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. But it matters to me. And the Baldwin is out there. I mean, I guess in, in lieu of him saying it, it's like, we pay these guys. Hey, if these guys, this is what the market can bear. If these guys can make more money other places, I suggest they go there. And that's true. I could pay you a certain amount of money to eat a bucket of poop. Ah, uh, how about this? I give you $50,000. Some of you were like, man, I'm, I need the money. So, oh, yeah, he's that guy. He's that guy who gave you the $50,000 to eat the, the bucket of poop again. Hey, uh, hey, come here. Oh, God, yeah, okay. Say, uh, yeah, yeah, I got the bucket of poop. Give me the 50. No, 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 not this time. I didn't like your attitude when you ate the bucket of poop last time. You weren't enthusiastic enough, so now I'm going to give you 40. God, I got nothing. Why I'll take 40. God damn it. Next time the guy comes back, it's 30. You got to see which way this is going. There is nothing happening on the horizon that's going to get the bald one to up the ante for these guys who provide us our entertainment on occasional Saturday nights. Nothing. So what you have to do is square yourself with what's happening. And more importantly, you have to square yourself with why you are in place at what's happening when it's happening. What does MMA bring to your life? I mean, for me, it, it, it's the, you know, the demiurge taking the world of platonic ideals and translating them into the sense world. 
A beautiful flower recalls beauty, truth, goodness. A child's face, beauty, truth, goodness. What am I getting from this MMA? I, it's hard to watch boxing now because you have two target zones. Here and here. The dude was bleeding from his ears. But at least it's mitigated by the fact that if he plays his cards right, not only does he never have to fight again, but he never has to work again. And that is some small amount of cold comfort for guys can't if you can't can't keep stuff straight, really. What is it? What is it? Muhammad Ali at the end. You name how many fighters in the UFC fill that, fill that, that menu item. Do not have to work again. Do not have to worry about money if they don't work again. How many? Honest to God, how many? I know like people like to profile, but if you think you're at 32 years old, having $2 million in the bank, I don't have to work again, you are wrong. You are wrong. I know some people who came into some money and they make the same mistake that everybody who comes into money makes. (laughs) They bought a big house. And they paid cash for that house. They don't, nah, you're not going to bank loan me. You're not going to bing me. You're not going to bet. We own it. Free and clear, mama, it's ours. And then a guy comes out with a a clipboard. Now you tell me what's on that clipboard. Those of you who have ever owned anything, no. There's no, no bank note. You bought the whole house for cash. You came into a little bit of something. You bought yourself a $3 million house. Fuck you. Fuck the system. I got my house, right? Until you see a guy standing in front of your house with a clipboard. And who is that guy? You know where that guy is from? Let me school you a little bit. That guy is from the county assessor's office. And you know why he's there? Because the county has come to a conclusion that that expensive piece of, that that, that expensive domicile that you're sitting on benefits from the land sitting on. Yeah, you own that land, but you also now own property tax. One benefit for renting. One small, but, you know, if you don't think the landlord is passing on property tax to you, you're wrong when you rent. So, I these people I know, nice expensive house, suddenly, suddenly can't pay their taxes. Now they're looking to sell a house and move into what? A condo. You're going to get you. I don't mind paying taxes. Don't mind paying. I don't want my taxes to go to buy another a battleship. It's going to be a colossal waste of time. I'm a battleship builder. Eugene, how dare you say it's a colossal waste? Hey, bro, I, I got you. You know, but... Hey, you say, what if I, you know, I, I, I buy you a bazooka. If... if like I said, if you get paid to mop and you do no mopping, you're a rich man. 
If you pay me to build a bazooka and that bazooka is never fired, who is a rich man? Well, nobody wants a bazooka that gets fired. Great. Pay me for the bazooka that doesn't get fired and I'll be a happy guy. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so all I'm saying is it was, you know, under normal circumstances. And what were those circumstances? On the normal and before somehow ignorance is sort of bliss. If you go back to if you go back this far, for those of you just listening, I'm holding up the Tank Abbott autobiography. Somehow I would have talked about this more, but they, he Tank refused to correct the spelling of the word before on the cover because he goes, "Ah, they think we're all stupid anyway." I go, "Just do it." He goes, "No, it's on purpose. Don't you get it?" And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, I had family. You know, my I had family who Eastern Nevada ranchers. You know, renting land from the government for for uh, grazing their cattle. I, I understand. We live in a complicated system, a complicated society. Taxes have to be paid for. You know, I, I don't want people annexing parts of Alaska. Well, whatever. So, if I only had an F sixteen, well, that we do have an F sixteen. So maybe they don't annex Alaska. Fine. But it's how we're going to spend that money. And that's what we're talking about. Do we give Wilder $26.8 million? Do we give uh, 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 Fury $26.8 million? Or do we pay them like we paid Paul Felder and Dan Hooker? Yeah, I don't really like it. But I don't mind it. Now, the people who are involved in paying, sometimes the people who are also involved in taking that pay, seem to believe that happiness is not is not drawn from how much they give us. <laughs> I know, right? He said he thought it was a great joke. We're going to go on. I just, I, I can't, man. Just change this. Add it. Eat. Draw it in. Please. I can't. I'm going to people send this out for review and people are going to look at it and go, who makes this or put the B in the number four? Something. Yeah. And consequently, that's why you've never heard of the book. But at least in those days, those guys would roll into a fight and say, I'm going to fight and let's fight. And then the fight would be over and then would be back to drinking on Sunday. Paul Felder and Dan Hooker, their entire lives are dedicated to, to an enterprise that if you broke down the hourly wage, has them making peanuts. Peanuts. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I mean, I don't say they deserve $26.8 million. But there's a reason that boxing pays them $26.8 million. Why do you think that reason is? Well, the same reason we had the SNL crisis. The same reason we had Star Wars. The same reason we had... These are cash grabs. The smart people to rob dumb people. But at least if, 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 if a dumb person... Like, like, like is just a little bit savvy. Maybe this is just a few of the right people. They can end up never having to work again and never having to worry about money again. Until then, our enjoyment of it is like watching pornography where people don't want to be in the pornography. And this is not always a question of poverty. Somebody was asking me, I was interviewed last night on another podcast, on the Lydian, uh, the Lydian uh, uh, podcast I was telling you about. 
and they were saying, well, when you had Skullgate, when you had the porno company, what was your specific? I said, I would take everything that nobody else wanted to review. I had a guy in the Netherlands who would review all the transgender pornography. I had one guy all the anal pornography. I would have one guy with Asian pornography. And whatever was left over, I would take. And that's how, unfortunately, I found myself reviewing Tanya Harding's wedding video, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. But that was a prime example. Pamela Anderson might have enjoyed having sex with her husband, Tommy Lee, but very definitely in that video, didn't want him filming. It was not into it at all. It was the most spiritless, joyless experience of my entire life having to watch that video for review. Did not make me feel sexy. Yep. Yeah, Fury is being taken care of. What's going to happen to, to, to uh, Wilder's his ear situation? You think that you think his health insurance is going to cover that? Does he have health insurance? How much of that $26.8 million is going to go? And people are like, oh, you don't tell me, but I want my, my insurance company to give your insurance company. Your insur Unless you work for the insurance company, you need to know that the insurance companies in America are your enemies. Or my friend who was a doctor said, it's like working for the worst pimp in town. I'm not asking for a handout. Well, actually, I am. But that's not the point. I'm asking for a hand. You know, that's a reason to keep around guys like McNuggets. Because we go, look, you too, if you play the game right, could end up like that. That's the only reason that we don't have guillotines in this country now. Because we're all going to win that lottery, right? We're all going to, we're all going to, we're all going to make it, right? We're all going to, yeah. <clears throat> We're all going to make it, and when you get close to making it, you got some guy standing in a parking lot with his hand on your shoulder telling you, money doesn't not going to make you happy, Eugene. It's not going to make you happy. Oy. Well, that was a good way. That was the employee who emailed that. I'm guessing he quit. That was his last day of the job. Anyway, this is, v, this is V102, version 102, earlier than usual. The wife and I are going to have a barbecue. Got some fish. The backyard's falling into shape. So, uh, uh, sorry I didn't get to go into Stacy. Uh, uh, you can just go back to the beginning of the show and listen. listen. Yeah, of course, get escorted out of the building. Listen to the beginning of the situation with Stud Empire and the problem that they're having threatening my grandson's life. The sex column is already up. I've already tweeted it out. They keep ruining my headlines. Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, we got uh, if, the shoe, uh, if the Shoes Fit. Monday afternoon, the Care Don't Care goes. And I got an article uh, uh, this week about somebody else who threatened to stab the eyes out of, my, out of my children. And I got Interpol involved. I'll tweet that out, though. So all you have to do is... is uh, it's following me. Anyway, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves. Try to stay alive until next Sunday when <laughs> two fights at a show. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to be talking about next Sunday? But uh, in any case, uh, we are. You know what I'm about to say? Look what you made me do! <laughs> <laughs>